everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Dr. Rika Kumar, the Chief Medical Officer of Found. And uh, I don't know what it is, Dr. Kumar. I enjoyed talking with you so much at at Health. I broke out the blazer, which as people will tell you, I never break out the blazer. Well, now I feel bad because I'm in a sweatshirt, <laughs> but I'm actually often in a white coat or a blazer. All the startup people make fun of me because I'm usually like not dressed in startup gear, but I am today. We switched today. This is probably the only time where uh, I'm not in a sweatshirt. Um, I, I just had this t-shirt on. I'm like, I'll throw the blazer on um, as, a, as a little change up. But <laughs> um, I, I'm really excited. You and I had had time to chat at the at the health conference and would love to get your take at the end of this kind of on your thoughts on it. But why don't we kick off by you telling the audience a little bit about you, and then we'll we'll dive more into found. Sure. So I am an obesity medicine specialist and an endocrinologist. So my training is in internal medicine, so regular adult medicine. My specialty is endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism. So I was trained as a hormone slash diabetes and metabolism doctor. Within that, my academic focus has always been obesity, nutrition, body weight regulation, and that led me to obesity medicine when the field was relatively new. So much so that when I told people what I was doing, many people said to me, you're so well-trained, why would you be a diet doctor? Like, what is this that you're doing? Now, you know, 10 to 15 years down the road, we're in this ozempic craze and people are finally understanding that obesity is a disease and all the biology behind it. So I would say I'm an endocrinologist. I continue to practice in New York City, and I'm the chief medical officer of a digital health company called Found. Was it frustrating to hear that, though? Like, why would you focus in on that? It, it's it's crazy to think that even just a couple of years ago that we discounted this space so much when now you're seeing like food is medicine and fitness is medicine and, and these they're not, they're not new approaches to health, right? It seemed like the, the obvious approach to health. Um, why, why do you think it was, you, you got that type of, why would you, you know, you're so well-trained, why would you go into this side at that time? My feeling was that people were looking at my career decision as almost like an anti-intellectual choice for a physician where, well, diet and exercise are so simple and like, people are lazy, that's why they gain weight, when actually I chose what I chose because I found it to be extremely complex scientifically. But I don't think the average person understood that. It was as the science of body weight regulation and all the hormones involved were starting to be understood that I thought, wow, this is one of the most fascinating areas of science. And it actually requires so much from the doctor to understand how every organ's working together. How does that interact with lifestyle, environment, emotional health, all of these things. So I actually thought it was very complex, but when people hadn't heard of this, I think they felt like I was, you know, selling out from regular medicine and, and choosing some kind of quacky thing. And what was it that, and we'll give you a second to, to also talk more about found, but what was it that kind of led you to found? So I, I was practicing academic obesity medicine for about 10 years or more. And I was doing all of the things a doctor in academia does. We see patients, we write papers, we teach, we give lectures, we do research. And then the pandemic happened. 
And of course, everyone's lives were turned upside down. People made career changes. For me, I was um, immediately redeployed to be a COVID doctor, a COVID hospitalist, and uh, was pulled away from my patients. During that period, I realized that I just wanted to take better care of people. And so I had decided I was going to step away from the academic obesity practice, have a small primary care and endocrinology practice. And so I was in this career transition to scale back, actually. At the same time, I met the CEO of Bound, who is Sarah Jones Simmer. And she told me about this company that was using digital health to combine, beha to combine behavior change plus medication management to treat obesity. And I thought, okay, this is interesting because I just, I have all this knowledge, but I had just stepped away from it to just take care of patients in like a very old school doctoring kind of way. But I did still want to use my obesity medicine knowledge. And that's where I thought that Found was doing things in a very um, scientifically sound way. It was clinically rigorous. They were really trying to scale obesity treatment in a way that I hadn't been able to in my own practice. I feel like everyone knows found now you're I, I was telling um, I was telling people um, a while back because uh, you know I had a relationship with found like we did some early work together at my last startup and it's just amazing by the way that the growth of the company and how uh, you know not too long ago no one knew and now it seems like everyone knows about found so uh, but let's say there's still people that maybe don't Give us the overview, kind of high-level overview, and then, if you don't mind, would love you to kind of focus in on the kind of how you're differentiating, what's that uniqueness of Found? Sure. So an overview of Found Health is that it is a digital health company that offers two sides of weight management or obesity care. The behavioral health side, meaning we have health coaches that help members with nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress, all of the things that are required to be addressed when someone is trying to lose weight or manage their weight. What we've learned in the past 20, 30 years about the biology of weight, weight gain, obesity is that there are a lot of hormones, neurotransmitter, there's a, there's a lot of biology involved. So not only do we address the behavioral side, but we have a team of clinicians that are able to prescribe FDA approved medication when appropriate for our members that have struggled to lose weight and have not had success with behavior change alone. So we have a team of health coaches, a team of clinicians, and all of the care is delivered through an app. We also have a very engaged community that people find to be a tremendous support during their weight journey, logging routines, getting support from the community. And all of this is delivered through a very engaging app that people enjoy using. And, and how important is that personalized approach for, for each person? And then also, how important is the community component uh, to weight loss management? Yeah, so the personalized approach is so important, and that's how we have evolved in the field of medicine in general. Now in cancer, we do genetics on tumors to decide what type of treatment to use. We use targeted treatments in many diseases. Obesity is so complex, and there are likely hundreds, as far as we know, genes that contribute. So there isn't one genetic test we can do to say somebody has one kind of obesity versus another. But when a clinician has an expertise in this field, 
we know to ask the right questions, look at particular blood work, and put together a story to try to determine what the root cause of somebody's weight gain or weight concern is. And we're able to do that we can create found what we call a metabolic print. And so that might be something like putting all the information together and realizing that somebody falls into a slow metabolism metabolic print or what we call mood responses. So mo more of an emotional um, eater type picture or somebody that has cravings. So there's different kind of metabolic prints or profiles of person that allow us to characterize a person's obesity try to diagnose the root cause and personalize treatment based on that. And by personalized treatment, I mean not only medication, but also the behavioral plan. So for somebody that we think is a slow metabolism type, they're going to get a different behavioral approach and medication approach than somebody who's a brain gut disconnect. Those are two different root causes that require different diets, different exercise, different medication. And the reason to personalize care is because we want it to work. If we prescribe the same thing across the board to everyone, if we were like Ozempic for all, there's going to be a portion of the population that doesn't respond and they'll, they're going to be upset because you're giving them a treatment that doesn't work. So we try to get to the root cause, match the treatment appropriately. And what through found, we can actually scale that with technology. Do you think it's, it's actually dangerous? for, I mean, there's, there's a lot of articles being written. There's a lot of talk where it seems like people are trying to make Ozempic a one size fits all that, that seems like I, I told you, I have a relative that was using it. Right. Uh, do you, do you think that trying to take a one size fits all for weight management can be maybe either dangerous or just, I mean, like you said, there's all these different pathways. It's not a one size fits all. Right. Yeah, I, I would say back in the day, taking a one size fits all approach just wasn't effective. So you would hear things like, oh, you know, someone did Jenny Craig or XYZ diet and it didn't work because there were all these behavioral intervention programs that people would try to apply across the board and they didn't work for anyone. There, I would say there was just lack of efficacy. Now I would say it could be dangerous because we're starting to have these more potent tools in our toolkit, such as the GLP-1 medicines like Wegovi, Ozempic, Munjaro. And so just applying those across the board could be dangerous if somebody has a contraindication, an allergy, a reaction. So I, I would say that um, not thinking about the patient, not getting to the root cause and really understanding someone's medical history um, perhaps you know could negatively impact someone. And, you know, with, with the use of weight loss medications and things like what measures, obviously a big part of your job, right, is around quality uh, and, and, and patient care. So what measures does, does found take to ensure that that safety and, and efficacy uh, of the treatments that you provide to your members? Yeah. So for efficacy, we are constantly tracking um, success in terms of weight loss, reporting of side effects, engagement through our app in our community. And then in terms of the care that our clinicians provide, we're always doing quality reviews, looking at feedback that our members give our coaches and our physicians. And then we circle that feedback, you know, back to the clinicians and the providers and make sure that we're always improving. And what you can share with us here today. What are you really excited about in terms of what's next or found? 
So there's two things that happened this past week that I'm super excited about. Um, Found launched what's called Found Assistant, which is how we're using AI to facilitate better weight care. So for example, our CEO was on a business trip recently and she used Found Assistant to make her a workout that she could do in 20 minutes with whatever tools she had. I think she had a resistance band or something and it gave her a beautiful workout. And so I'm super excited about how we can quickly um, evolve to meet somebody's behavioral needs through Found Assistant. And I'm really excited about metabolic print and people having some insight into how we choose to treat them. Oh, that's really cool. Um, being able to adapt to that's, that's one of the biggest problems, right? When traveling is, I would say I'm making this stat up, but probably like 90% of people when they travel, right? Don't do any type of workout because they maybe don't know what they're doing. They're too busy. So the fact that you can kind of craft that in the, a lot of time that you have and with the equipment that you have is really interesting. Um, yeah, and, and it needs you. to be in real time. Like that's like historically when people fall off the wagon is like times of transition. So a work trip, but even more serious things like a death in the family, new job, retirement, like big life changes or when the behavioral plan needs to change quickly. And often a doctor's office couldn't manage that, right? They can't see you for three months, six months, and you're waiting to get like a new exercise plan. But here, um, using AI found assistant could quickly revamp your behavioral intervention plan. I love that. That's so cool. cool. Uh, well, congratulations on those, those two launches. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I want to have you come back again in the near future and we can dive into some more topics. Maybe we'll get you on a panel. That would be a, a ton of fun actually. But uh, thank you so much for, for yes. joining me here today. Thank you for having me.